Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey y'all, I'm JJ. Hey guys, I'm Kat. And on this episode, we have a fan favorite coming back to talk to us. Her episode was actually one of the most popular episodes we've had on the podcast. It's yeah. Brandy. Brandy, thank you so much for coming back to Real Hauntings. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. And you've always been super supportive on social media, which we are so grateful um, to have fans and guests like you on. Just to kind of remind people who may be new to the podcast or are wondering, oh, Brandy sounds familiar. Which episode was hers? Well, Brandy's episode was the one I think of as almost like a guardian angel episode, even though it was, you know, a tell to tell ghost story. But she had some relationship stuff that was pretty dramatic that happened. And there there was a ghost who uh, was a ex-mechanic who kind of watched over her and her son and who kind of swooped in and, and helped them at a pretty traumatic time. And for those who haven't listened, I'm not going to spoil the ending because, man, it is like one of the one of the more like uh, shocking endings we've had on Real Haunting. So make sure you check that one out. It is a ghost lady tried to steal my son, I believe is the name of that. It's episode 131 ah, on our Instagram go. if you follow us. Cat with the the info, the good info there. So yeah, check it out, listen to it. And uh, yeah, Brandy, so amazing. Happy to have you on. What has life been like since you were on Real Hauntings? Crazy. <laughs> it has definitely been different, you know, when right before I came on for the first time, we started noticing some stuff around the house happening. And I kept going, I think I'm just getting nervous about yeah. talking about ghosts. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm playing it up in my head. And I keep seeing things out of the corner of my eyes. And now I'm, I'm gonna see ghosts everywhere. And it wasn't until my kids started talking about it, all three of them, separately, that I went, no, okay, yeah, there's definitely something going on. And I don't know if it was talking about it that brought, you know, stuff happening back. I don't know if it's because I just finally decided to embrace this whole spooky side and stop, you know, denying it and trying to put reason and logic to everything. We, we have two ghosts in our house. We have, we have figured it out that it's not just one, it is definitely two, but I think my kids only see and know of one of them. So I haven't told them about the other one yet. <laughs> oh boy. Well, maybe the ghosts are just really big fans of your crocheting. <laughs> yeah, they like all the spooky things. They're mm -hmm. like, we gotta go with her. She's got the warm, she's got the goods. <laughs> just for clarity, you possibly coming on our podcast, talking about ghosts have opened up even more spooky ghosts into your life and yet you're here again <laughs> to talk about those ghosts yep uh -huh. is this a good decision are you worried that you're like ripping the band-aid off even more or um, or do you feel do you feel good i'm not worried whatsoever i will be worried when i finally pull that ouija board off my wall and use it that's when I'm going to be worried because my son and his girlfriend both come in all the time and they're like, 
so so when are we going to get the Ouija board out and talk it's, to the ghost? It's right there. Like you could yeah, show it yeah, to it. It's right there. Whoa. It's super neat. That's crazy. Thank you for showing us that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Absolutely. since Brandy came on the podcast, she's now like the kid in the poltergeist poster with the hands up on the TV, you know, and like all the spirits <laughs> flooding through. <laughs> okay. But speaking of like poltergeist is... I, from this angle on your back wall, there's like a doll or a ghost. I can't tell. <laughs> this one that's right here over my shoulder. That one's um, a ghost. And that one, that that one right there. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's Leatherface. <laughs> oh my, my gosh. I was like, oh. what is back there? Just like draped yeah, on the wall. My, my husband's a huge fan of Leatherface. And most of them, I think I've actually sold most of my spooky ones, but my husband really likes Leatherface. So I was is like, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to make you that one. And then that's it. No more. <laughs> right. That's from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh -huh. yep. Oh my gosh. That movie yep. fucked me up so much. It's, yeah, same. It's so gory. Oh. Like, I don't mind spooky, but I'm not really a big fan of gore. So Yeah, yeah after that, I was like, I'm not ever hitchhiking again. <laughs> well, Brandy, I'm curious. Did your husband listen to the episode after you came on Real Hauntings? You know, he did not. He, he kept saying he wanted to. Um, and I think because he he's one of the people you know i've obviously told the story to sure. i think hearing me go through that what once was enough for him yeah um once i told him you know just how in detail i got and you know i told him i was like i only cried once i'm so proud of myself i only cried one time he was like you know i think i think i'm fine i don't think i need to listen to that one i think you know we've been through it before so I, I think we can we can just skip that one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, it's not just a ghost story to you guys. Yeah. It's it's yeah. real life. So that's certainly understandable. Well, we would love to jump right in and um, start hearing about these spooky occurrences you all have been having lately. Probably a week or two before I came on the first time, my oldest son, um, his bedroom is in the furthest part of the house away from my bedroom. And it was probably 11, 30, 12. I'm laying in bed and I knew he was in bed because it was a school night and I'm laying there, but I just got this feeling. I was like, something's wrong with Noah. I don't know what, but something's wrong with Noah. So I pulled up my phone and I get ready to write him on Instagram. Just, you know, Hey, you okay. And before I could even send it, I could hear him. Now I sleep right here, right behind my chair. The door's over there. I could hear him breathing from sitting here and I mean I'm talking labored it's not like he had ran a mile to my bedroom door and I could hear him outside the door but he didn't knock he didn't come in nothing so I got up and I went to the door and he's just ghostly white he is panicking and he's like there is someone in my room and I'm like what do you mean and he's like someone because him and his older brother or older brother younger brother share bunk beds and he's got the bottom bunk and he's like someone is in my room someone's on the top bunk and I'm like no what do you mean no there's no one in there um because that's where my stepson sleeps and he wasn't here so I'm like there's what are you talking about and he's like I was trying to go to sleep had my eyes closed and I could hear someone breathing mm. and it was so loud that I kicked the top bunk and I was like Graham stop snoring roll over do anything and then I realized Graham's not here and I was like, um, okay. And he's like, but when I opened my eyes and had got enough courage to like lean out of the bunk and look up there, he was like, before I could even get up there, 
this like wind blew through my room and I could see all the posters on my wall move. And he said it wasn't just like, not like, cause the air conditioner blows from this side of the room outwards. He said it went from one side of the wall all the way across, like in just a sweeping motion. So all the way down the left wall, all the way across the right wall Whoa. to the door. And he was like, at that point, I jumped up and ran. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go check it out. Obviously I go in there. There's no one in the room. He would not sleep in his room. He slept on the couch that night. He slept on the couch for about two weeks hmm. before finally I was like, okay, enough is enough. Even if it's a ghost, you can't do this. You can't play into it. You can't let it know it scared you because it's just going to get worse and worse. You have to go back in your room. So we saged his room. We threw some, some spooky go away, go spells around. And, you know, I waved my mommy hands and was like, look, everything's fine. And he finally starts sleeping back in there. But, you know, every now and then he'd come to me and he'd be like, I hear the breathing again. There's still definitely someone in there. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe you've got a wild imagination because you heard me talking about going on the spooky ghost podcast. About two weeks after the show, I would be doing laundry, which is right outside of my youngest kid's room. And I'd noticed my youngest son, Jacob, just kind of talking to himself. You know, he does that. Mm -hmm. But then I noticed it wasn't to himself. Him and his brothers have desks side by side. And he'd be at his desk and he'd go, yeah, like you're drawing too. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. And I'm like, okay, no, don't like that. Wait, and how old is he again? Um, Jacob is, he was seven at the time. He's recently turned eight. And then the one that was at your door, that was he's 15, 15. So I've got, I've got my youngest two are um, a year apart. So they're eight and nine now. And then Noah's my teenager. And so Jacob would have a lot of these occurrences and it randomly brought back this memory that he did this when he was really little, probably like three or four. He, and I, you know, at that time was like, okay, you know, imaginary friend. Cool. To the point where he'd be like, oh, make them a snack, let them sit with me, you know, all, and I'm like, oh, this is adorable. It's so cute. Only it transitioned to school and became a problem to the point to where he pushed a little girl because she almost sat on his friend at mm-hmm. school. Whoa. And I was like, wow, how did I forget all of this? And um, finally, I asked Jacob, I'm like, so who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, the other kid that lives in our room. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, this kid have a name? And he's like, no, because he doesn't have a mommy or a daddy. Oh, great. Okay, all right. Good, and I'm good like, start, good start. Yeah. So I'm like, well, um, is he nice? And he's like, oh, yeah, we color pictures together. And I'm like, well, do you have any of these pictures? And he's like, yeah. And he hands me blank paper. And I'm like, okay, cool. At least it's not like, you know, a kid with his head chopped off or like <laughs> a black eyed kid. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, cool. All right. And he's like, this one's really good. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. I love it. And um, it kind of keeps up for the next few weeks, just being that thing until it wasn't as cute anymore. He started like fighting with it and telling me that the kid was telling him scary things and telling him that um, he was going to show up in the middle of the night. And because he said he always went away at nighttime. At nighttime, he went back to his house. And then he would say, you know, the kid's going to come back at night. He says he's going to come and wake me up at nighttime. 
And I'm like, well, you know, no one's going to wake you up. I'll make sure that when it's nighttime, when it's bedtime, we'll tell him no more visitors. He has to go home. And that worked for a day or two. Um, and then he woke up in the middle of the night screaming, standing in the middle of his room. And he's like, the kid is back. He's in my closet. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, why the closet of all places? Like, you know, can't like, you be anywhere else? And like, I wonder what happened. Like, why are they such enemies now? Yeah. And so I'm like, well, you know, why don't you just tell him that he has to go home? And he's like, well, can you tell him he's being really mean? Uh-oh. And I'm like, well, what, what is he doing that's mean? And he's like, well, he won't let me sleep. He keeps taking my blanket. And I'm like, well, maybe that's Aiden. Because for some reason, even though they have two beds, Jacob and Aiden always end up sleeping together. No. Um, I, I swear they're twins. They're they're a year apart, but I, I think that was just my misunderstanding. I think I was asleep for a year or something. Aww. And they're really twins. <laughs> but so I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe sleep in your bed tonight. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm sleeping with Aiden. Absolutely not. But Aiden's bed faces the closet and the closet door was open like a crack. Now, Jacob's autistic, so he's got a lot of little quirks, one of which is he does not like doors halfway open. They have to be opened or closed, Mm -hmm. preferably closed. And so I go and I close the door and I'm like, everything's fine. No big deal. Tuck him into bed. I even sit there with him. I'm like, maybe if I sit here till he falls asleep, he'll be fine takes him you know 20 30 minutes before he finally falls asleep i get up to leave the closet door is open just a smidge oh no but it's open and like one of the only doors in the house that my kids haven't hung on (laughs) to the point of where you can just push them open so i'm like oh here we go again all right this is fine so just out loud i'm like all right mr little ghost kid it's time to go home jacob and aiden are sleeping Maybe if you guys can get along tomorrow, we'll have another play date. But right now, Jacob wants you to go away. And I Mm -hmm. closed the door and I walked away. Um, Next few days, nothing had really happened. And then Aiden, so my middle, he comes to me and he's like, man, our neighbors snore so loud because we live in an apartment and we're on a middle floor. And I'm like, our neighbors? And he's like, yeah, the ones up there, they snore so loud. And I'm like, "What what do you mean? And he's like, well, last night I woke up and I could just hear someone breathing. And I'm like, was it Jacob? And he's like, no, Jacob was in his bed and I could hear them snoring so loud. And I'm like, well, was it snoring or breathing? And he's like, well, it was like, (sighs) and I'm like, okay, well, that's not snoring. Um, All right. That's great. Okay. And so, you know, I kind of talk him through it. I'm like, I'm sure it was just Noah. Noah, because his bedroom's right next door. I'm like, it was Noah snoring, even though I knew good and well, Noah was awake till 3 a.m. playing video games that night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's it was Noah snoring, no big deal. You know, go sleep with Jake if you get scared. And then he tells me, well, Noah must snore super loud because after I woke up and heard it, I saw my posters start moving. And even oh, my no. curtains were moving. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go buy some more sage and try this again. So at that point, I open every window in the house. I sage my entire apartment while everyone's away the next day. And this is all still from one son's perspective or has, right? Well, it's um, multiple. No, because Noah experienced the wind. 
in his room through the top button. Okay, and yep. then this is Aiden right in a completely different room, um, completely then, different. Gotcha. Kid. That's and, what I thought, but I wanted to double check. Oh and my then gosh! The youngest one was the one that saw that had yes. the friend. The, <gasps> yeah. Ugh. Wow. That's yeah. Crazy. So, um, everything was quiet for a week or two, and then. There was a day where my husband had taken all the kids out to the park so I could have a little bit of sane, quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a shower and I very distinctly hear a knock on my mm-hmm. bedroom door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, they weren't gone for long at all. Great. That was an awesome 15 minutes I got. Thanks. Right. Um, and I didn't even answer it. I had turned my music up. I was like, nope, can't hear you. Still in the shower. And then I got out of the shower and I'm still standing there and I'm like, you know, no one ever came in. That's weird that they knocked on my door, but no one ever, because my kids don't care. They'll knock as they open the door and barge in. So I'm like, why did they just knock and then walk away? That's my kids don't do that. And I'm standing there and I have my towel around me or held up more in front of me. And out of nowhere, something pulls my towel down what? to the point to where like it, it forcibly hit the ground. And at first I'm like, okay, it got water on it. It got heavy. It fell down. Cool. But when I pick it up, it's completely dry. And I'm like, no, okay. Someone definitely pulled my towel and it would have been at the perfect level for a kid to reach up and grab it. And so I'm like, well, at least we know it's a curious ghost. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, whoever's in the bathroom, this is my time. At least wait outside of the door. Go while to I the park. I love that you turn into like like you're still a mom to this child. Yeah, ghost. absolutely. Like, I mean, you're I kind of like... learned from the first time that if if you if you get scared and you let it scare you, it's gonna keep scaring you. But mm-hmm. once I sat down and was just like, "Hey, fuck off, go away!" Like at least I got a reaction out of it. It wasn't the reaction I wanted but it knew it couldn't scare me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, maybe if I just approach this new situation the same way and just talk to it, it'll kind of chill out. This episode of the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey y'all, it's Noah Daniels and oh boy, I just got my box of wild grain bread and pasta. My whole family has been so excited to dive in. We started with a sourdough and it was amazing. If you're looking to make Mother's Day brunch planning easier or just looking for a great gift for your mom, you've got to check out Wild Grain. Order before May 6th to get your box in time for Mother's Day. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. The next thing up for us to try is the biscuits with our breakfast. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. And you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no one was home. My husband had not brought the kids home yet. So I'm like, who the fuck knocked on my door? Did this kid just get sick of waiting outside of my door and finally decide to come in? Yeah. Can ghosts not like walk through doors? <laughs> so maybe it's like a vampire ghost that has to be invited. But she invited still in. didn't let it in. It's not like you open the door. Yeah. It's all the loud um, music was an invitation. Was- <laughs> you know, so it's a party. Let's go. Yeah. It just wanted to let you know that it, it was coming in. Yeah. <laughs> But again, you know, we go another few days, nothing happening. And then Jacob comes to me and he's like, mom, I want you to get rid of my room. Oh. And I'm like, just, just get rid of the whole thing. And he's like, yeah. burn it down, mom. He's like, it get rid of my bed, get rid of my room. I want a new room. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I don't want to be in there with it. And I'm like, it, what is God. it? And he's like that kid. And I'm like, well, why is it an it? And he's like, well, it won't tell me its name. And he's being really mean. He won't let me sleep. He keeps taking my blankets. He keeps hiding my things. I keep telling them that I want him back. And Jacob goes through these phases. Like one day, everything has to be SpongeBob. The next day, everything has to be Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. So I have a full set of Mickey Mouse sheets. I've got SpongeBob. We've got Minecraft. And depending on his mood, depends on how his room is, you know, that day, that week, however long that phase lasts. And just whatever little things I can do to accommodate not having a meltdown, go for it. Mm -hmm. And so he had gotten into the SpongeBob face and he's like, okay, this week I want to take my SpongeBob book bag. (sighs) All right, let me go pull all your SpongeBob stuff out. So just going ahead and getting all the blankets and the pillows and everything out of the closet. But like the way their closet set up is where their dresser is inside their closet. And so I keep all that stuff stacked up to the side, but all the SpongeBob stuff is missing. Can't find any of it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I washed it and I didn't remember. It was tucked in the top corner of their closet where I cannot reach. I had to go have Noah pull it down for me. And I'm like, how the hell did this even get up there? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. All Do right. you think your husband might have put it up there? Or? I asked. I asked him, and he said, "I don't know, maybe." But that, that would have been my response. <laughs> but <laughs> I highly doubt it because had he put it away, he folds blankets like this. Ah, uh, yeah. For the and audience was... at home, it's a twisting motion. <laughs> I, I feel like your husband and I might have a lot in common, <laughs> just based and, off of this. 
And this was still folded very much the way I fold things because I fold everything and then I put it all inside of a pillowcase to keep hmm. it all together because there's so like I've got so many sets of things for him and it was all still folded and inside the pillowcase up in the very top. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, all right, maybe this ghost kid flew up there and I don't know, whatever. But I'm pulling it all down and I turn around and I see Aiden walk past the door and I'm like, Aiden, will you start getting all this stuff? And I'm like, hey, he just walked past the door. He didn't even listen to me. So I was like, Aiden, Aiden. I finally yelled. I'm like, Aiden. And he, from behind me goes, what? Oh my gosh. He was on his bed the whole time, headphones on, watching YouTube. And I'm like, who the fuck's outside the door then? (laughs) Okay. All right, cool. So there is definitely a ghost kid that I'm seeing now. I think it was the next, the very next day, Jacob tells me, all right, enough is enough. Can you please get that kid out of my room? I woke up to really, really loud breathing. He breathes so heavy. Now, mind you, every time the kids have told me this, they have not been together. Noah told me in the middle of the night while the littles were sleeping. Mm -hmm. Aiden told me while Jacob was having a play date. Like none of them overheard, none of them are feeding off of each other. You know, it's not like they're all scaring each other and telling these stories. None of them were together. So it's only happening when the kids are alone. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Even creepier. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes me think, okay, probably not just the neighbor snoring. Right. (laughs) If it's only when they're alone. And Jacob tells me the exact same thing. I heard a heavy breathing. I woke up. I saw everything on the wall start moving. I saw the posters move. They both have, Aiden's got a really big dinosaur tapestry hung on his. Jacob's got, I think his a SpongeBob at this point. I don't even remember anymore. (laughs) It might be Minecraft. Um, And then they've got random posters all over their room. And I'm like, I'm just going to tape these things to the wall. And sure enough, I took Jake's and I taped it down. I put tacks in all four corners. And I was like, this sucker's not going anywhere. Middle of the night that night, he wakes up screaming. It is fallen off the wall, covered him because it's huge. It's like six foot, covered him from head to toe. And he's screaming and he's like, get it off of me. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. And it's to the point to where he will not be alone in that room. He won't go in there. Yeah. And like when I have to put him in timeout, he has to sit next to me because if I send him to his room and Jacob doesn't cry. He just doesn't do it. Like he will fall down and bust his knee open and be like, I'm fine. It's no big deal. He will watch something scary and be like, that's bananas. I don't like it. Turn it off. (laughs) But he doesn't physically cry. Except if I make him go to his room, he is Mm -hmm. to the point to where if he has to go in there alone, he will cry until he throws up. Oh my gosh. So I can't even have him be in there by himself anymore. Have you tried sleeping in there by yourself? I have not. That was actually the next thing I was going to do. Um, Would you like JJ to come and sleep in there by himself? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will not volunteer. Also, how on earth? I could never. Maybe if I have kids one day, I'll have the guts. But I still feel like I'm going to be like, no, y'all are fine. I'm not doing it. Kat, would you like to foster a ghost kid? It sounds like there's one up for uh, if it's listening. If it's listening, no. Sit. Well, we it's have a not a doll. 
<laughs> go to timeout. Fetch. Yep. Go to timeout. But that that was actually my plan. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go sleep in there with them. I'm gonna sleep in there with them. Um, they sleep in the same bed. I'll sleep in the little, the other little bed. No gotcha. big deal. Mm-hmm. And so I put them to bed that night. I get ready to go in there, and Jake tells me, Oh, no, 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 it's fine. He's gone now. And I'm like, okay, good night. Where did he go? And I'm like, maybe he left. So I'm like, cool. You know, don't have to worry about it. That same night, I'm in my room. I'm working on some crochet projects. I go to the kitchen. I walk out of my room. And when you walk out of the store, you can see into our kitchen. And we have um, like a counter that's probably, probably like chest high for me. And if the kids are in there, I can see them, but I can just see the tops of their heads because this counter's pretty high. And so I walk in there and I see just the very tip top of someone's head. And I'm like, hey, no snacks. It's bedtime. Go to bed. What do you think you're doing? And then before I even took another step, I went, whoa, whoa, wait. That is too short for any of my kids. All of my kids, I should at least be able to see their face. This is just the top of their head. Also, none of my kids are blonde. None of my kids are blonde. Stop. What snack was he going for? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But by the time I could turn the corner, nobody in there. Gone. Yeah. Nothing in there. And I'm like, I'm freaking myself out. That's all it is. I'm freaking myself out. I'm seeing things. No big deal. Forgot what I came in here for. So I'm going to bed. That's it. I'm just, I'm going to go back to bed now. Brandy, um, you got to get a medium over to that house. I'm telling you. And, and to be honest, I think, I think it's more of just an attachment to me, you know, than the house, because it, these things seem to come and go because well, like, yeah, you need an on-call medium for just you in general. Yeah. yeah. And it, I think, you know, just like, like Frank, he traveled, you know, to different houses with me. I, I don't think it's ever just necessarily a haunted house. I think it's a haunted me. Like I am just haunted. Have you, um, your whole life, have you been open to the supernatural? I think so. And I think, I think it started without me realizing it because when, when my grandmother passed away, my grandmother raised me until she passed away. Um, and so when I went back to live with my parents full time, I would dream about her. And I remember in one of the dreams telling her, I just want you to come back. And she was like, well, if you let me, I will always come to you. You just have to let me. And I was like, absolutely. And at that point, I would see her when I was awake. I would see her when I was asleep. And I could communicate with my grandmother for years. Like, wow. it's hard to explain inside my head. But it's like I could hear her and I would it would be like I would just have a problem. I'd be at the grocery store and I'd be like, I'm going to make biscuits. What do I need? Hmm. Never made biscuits before. What do I need? So I'd go, hey, granny, what do I need to buy? And she'd be like, don't buy butter. Get Crisco. And I'm like, cool. Got it. I feel like that with my ex-wife whenever I'm like, I'm going to have some self-confidence. I just hear her in the back of my head like, no, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) I think this is a little different. (laughs) I think you could have like a very niche uh, medium business if you could just like go around and channel people's grandmothers to like tell them how to bake things. (laughs) We'll see. Okay, so that kind of leads me into my second ghost. Okay, because... (gasps) Is this a baker ghost? Okay, also, <laughs> also, how long have you lived in this house? 
We've been here for um, seven years. Okay, and this is the second ghost you've encountered there. I well, think Frank I, was there too, right, for a minute. Not, not this house. Frank okay. was never at this one. Um, I think I may have had an attachment from the house we were at before this mm -hmm. um, that kind of followed me here. But I think that went away pretty quickly because I, I remember that one. It was, I had just had Jacob and I would hear this lady singing. And at that point, my mother-in-law lived with us. And I mentioned it to her and she's like, oh yeah, our house is haunted. Cause that was, it was her house. And Ooh. she's like, our house is haunted. It, you know, half of it burned down and then a lady died in it. And she, she's very friendly. She just kind of wanders around and sings. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I've got a newborn. I'm going to go sleep now. Yeah. Um, and I, it was, it was kind of another Frank thing. I would have, Jake never slept as a baby ever. And I would just be so exhausted. Cause I had, you know, my two other kids and sometimes I'd have my stepson and then my husband worked we lived in Tennessee my husband worked in Georgia it was mm. a nightmare and I would be so exhausted sometimes and I would hear this lady start singing and Jake would fall asleep instantly and Whoa. once we moved here Jake kind of calmed down and started sleeping more and I would hear her our first few weeks here and then once Jake had chilled out and started sleeping I didn't ever hear her again oh and so Again, I kind of chalk that up to, I think I'm just kind of, I think I'm just kind of crazy. I think I'm just kind of making things up to make myself feel better and thinking these things so that I can, you know, get some sleep. But when I look back at it, I'm like, I'm, I really think it was some kind of grandmother ghost. Like I just attract, yeah. maybe I just attract grandparent ghosts. I don't yeah, know. At this point you might as well just throw it in the ghost bag. I mean, you've got enough of them. That's why well, I doubt it, you know? You know, I, yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, attachment ghost right like I wasn't there for the first episode but there was obviously a mother-son attachment in the worst way and the best way with you but the worst way with the other one <laughs> Frank's I'm trying not to give the whole episode away right and then Frank seems very grandfatherly protective mm -hmm. then you have this grandmother let me rock him to sleep mm -hmm. with my voice and follow you to make sure he can sleep that's fascinating and then you have this kid yeah, that like yeah. wants to join your family but also wreck havoc on the house yeah well okay he's probably so we'll, two yeah <laughs> i think he's around four okay so and this is also this is where sense. i kind of get into i'm going am am i psychic am i like am i oh, just opening sure. up to this stuff because so i'm laying in bed sleeping and i kind of have the same experience as the kids i start hearing this heavy breathing and i'm like trevor please just go to sleep, roll over, do anything. And I like <laughs> kick over at my husband. But when I kick, I'm like, oh, he's not there. And I roll over. He had already went to work. And I'm like, who the fuck is breathing? Because I can still hear it. And I'm like, mm -mm, too early for this. Going back to bed. No, thank you. Come back at, you know, opening hours. And I close my eyes. And as soon as I close my eyes, I hear someone go, hey, get up like right here, like, like I could almost feel their breath as they were get up. Now, and did this sound like in person or like how your grandma used to kind of communicate This was with you? definitely in person and it was definitely a little kid. It's like I said, I'm going to guess around like four and I open my eyes, nobody there, turn on my lights, nobody there, definitely wasn't one of my kids' voices and I'm going, well, at least it's out of my kids room now, I guess. At least they can sleep. Um, 
two or three days later, I'd went to Walmart to pick up groceries. No, before that, before that, I had a dream about it. I had a dream that I was driving and this kid was in the car telling me that he wanted to go play with Jacob. Oh, Lordy. And so the next few days I had went to Walmart and I always go pick up groceries by myself to, you know, save ourselves some money so the kids don't pull everything off the shelves. And um, I'm driving home and out of nowhere, I hear, hey. And I look up in the rear view mirror and this kid's in my backseat. Like I almost ran my car off the road. What? And same voice. Uh, Same voice, same kid I seen in my dream. And my, my first thought is, oh my God, why aren't you in a car seat? Not, why is this ghost in my car? Who are you? It's, yeah. why are you not in a car seat? Your mom's right. so little. And this is like in the middle of the day, you yep. just looked in your rear view mirror. I yep. cannot, I cannot imagine. My brain just does mm-hmm. not see these things. And I would, I would shit myself. <laughs> I swear. I, <laughs> no. like, I almost wrecked my car. Like I had to pull yeah. myself back onto the road and I'm like, and he's still talking. He's like, I'm going to go play with Jake. Where's Jake? I want to go play he, with Jake. He didn't disappear. He's just there no, the whole he, time. He just sat there. And so I told him, I'm like, Jacob doesn't want to play right now. Jacob's a little scared because you keep taking his things. He doesn't like when you scare him. He doesn't like when you wake him up in the middle of the night. Maybe if you want to play with Jake, you should ask if you can come around or you should announce yourself because you're really scaring him. Look back up. He's reasonable. gone. reasonable. He's you look back gone. and he was gone. He's like, yep. stop telling me what to do. I yeah. will leave. <laughs> so, and so, Brandy, was he in clothing? Did it seem like he was from this era of time? Yeah, like- he very much was just kind of plain basic clothing. Like he didn't have SpongeBob or anything on his shirt, but it also, it wasn't, you know, like old time clothing. He mm-hmm. wasn't, and he wasn't like translucent or anything. He, it was really like, the only weird thing was he was very, very pale. Mm-hmm. Like, like dad Go- ghostly why yeah, yeah. Dad. um but other than that i mean like sandy blonde little hair cute as a button little kid and that was the other thing i'm like i'm not creative enough to just come up with this whole kid like i can still see his eyes his face his fat little cheeks like everything and i'm like what in the world but as far as i know that's the last time anyone has seen or heard the little kid so I don't know if I like really pissed him off telling him what to do I don't know if he came back to Jake and Jake was like fuck off I don't want to play with you but I think there's an older not as friendly ghost in the house um because the little kid was so friendly <laughs> your voice um, just scared me I saw a cat about jump out of her skin stop being so loud <laughs> this okay, one I guess this one may, I kind of get the feeling it's more aggressive. Hmm. Um, I refuse to say I'm scared, but hmm. it feels like even if I were to tell it to go away, it would not go away, which is the one thing that has kept me from getting my Ouija board down and being like, who are you? Right. I was going to ask, nothing has made you want to like chat with the kid, but because you're worried that the, this kind of scarier one will come through. I, I am like, um, I've got to the point to where I think I'm going to kind of maybe take it to like a graveyard or somewhere that's not my house mm-hmm. and try it out. But I'm definitely not ready to bring that thing into my house and be like, hey, let's chat. Yeah. 
And it's funny because my, my son and his girlfriend had actually come in my room and asked me, they're like, can we have a seance in the living room? And I'm like, I'll think about it. Maybe. You're like, what about Maybe. all of this makes that sound like a good idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just going to keep like, doubling down. <laughs> and, one kid's like, mom, can you set my room on fire? The other one's <laughs> like, hey, can we call some ghosts? <laughs> well, it's funny because he like he likes spooky things, but he also gets scared so easily. Sure. Yeah. He wants to like spooky things. Yeah. I told him, I'm like, you know, I'll think about it. Well, that night he comes to me and he's like, never mind. There is something like his computer is right outside of this door. I refuse to let him put his computer in his room. Smart. He has to keep it in a, in the a living area. And so he's out there playing video games and he's like, someone was behind me. I knew they were behind me. I heard them. I had my headphones on, but you know, I could hear their footsteps. I felt them like grab onto my chair. And I thought you were just like kind of leaning over watching me play my video games or whatever. And I took my headphones off and turned around and no one was there but I heard someone bend down and whisper in my ear, hey. And I'm like, mm, let's, let's probably, maybe let's not get the Ouija board out then. Seems like they all went to the same ghost like communication class. Yeah, it's just, hey. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know why this, this became a thing, but Jacob within the next few days was like, I want to be a ghost hunter. Let's put a ghost hunting app on your phone and play ghost hunters. And I'm like, cool sure why not so i just got some cheap you know free ghost hunting app and we're walking and we turn all the lights off and it's during the day but we turned all the lights off and we're walking through the house and it's supposed to beep when there's something close to your phone and it would only beep at their door and i'm like does it give an explanation of why it beeps or is it just like i think it said it was something about when i had so many installed i can't remember but it was something about there's a sensor on the front of my phone. And when something with whether it was like magnetic or whatever passed it, that's what would set it off. Hmm. I went through the entire house and the only place it would ever trigger was inside of their room, right beside their closet and right outside of their door. And so I finally told Jake, I'm like, this one doesn't work. It's broken. We're just going to, we're going to get rid of this one. <laughs> and I waited until they had left and walked through the house and was using it. And it would still only go off in their room and outside of their door. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So again, I was like, whoever's here, I'm going to need you to leave my kids alone. They don't want you here. They don't want you to scare them. If you have something to say, say it to me. Mm -hmm. I can hear you. Obviously, I know you're here. They don't understand. So I need you to leave them alone. Boy, was that a mistake. <laughs> that night, I go to sleep. I wake up with the feeling of someone is in this room with me. Other than my husband, there is someone in this room that I do not want to be in this room. But I'm like, if also, if I don't get up and go pee right now, we're going to have a whole different issue. So yeah. <laughs> now I've got to get up and walk all the way through this dark ass room to my bathroom. And I'm like, it's fine. I got this. No big deal. And I do. And this, this is actually going to have to change. I need to mention this to my husband. As soon as you walk out of my bathroom, there is a mirror hanging on that wall that you, you can see. Oh no. I, I don't like that anymore because as soon as I turned that bathroom light off, Stop. there was someone standing there. Stop. Mm. And was it not your reflection in the mirror though? Mm -mm. Taller than me, much taller than me, mm. much, much, and behind me. Um, and so I went, who the 
fuck is that? And I said it out loud, but obviously, you know, talking to myself. And then all of a sudden I got Sam. Just this deep voice, Sam. And I'm like, okay, Sam, I'm going to need you to skedaddle. It's like four in the morning. You're like so comedic with these ghosts. It's so (laughs) funny. I would have, first off, I would have made JJ walk with me to the bathroom. I would have left every light on. Every motherfucking light was left, would be left on. And I would have like blindfolded myself for the rest of my life. Why would you turn the lights on? I don't know, but it would make sense. (laughs) To make her feel better because they're on. Yeah, it makes sense in my head, so... But it's thundering outside. I'm literally jumping in my chair every time it thunders. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't hear from Sam or whatever, whoever it was anymore that night. But I definitely I definitely feel like there is something here. And I think I pissed it off because it is it is most certainly attached to me. And I know every time it comes around because I smell cigarette smoke immediately. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At like to the point to <laughs> We have a blind cat that can't just jump on the couch. It has to claw itself up the armchair and she does it at the worst time. She, I mean, it literally sounds like a demon is coming up the couch. Is there any way that this kid ghost is getting the blame for this, uh, this Sam guy messing with like your kid's room and like the posters blowing you know and the I, deep breathing I had wondered the same thing because I was like you know when he when the kid first came around Jacob really liked him and I still haven't managed to get it out of Jake what happened to make him go from oh this is my friend we color together to get him out of my room I don't want to be near him mm-hmm. so I don't know if if Jacob actually sees him if he feels him and it's it's already hard enough to get Jacob to communicate clearly um then to be like hey that's a ghost you're talking to so I I try not to push it too much because he's he's calmed down a little bit at this point he hasn't had any more bad dreams no more in the middle of the night scare so I try not to bring it up unless I have to but I really wonder because Noah had mentioned being at his computer and he's got drawings hung up at his computer and he had said he heard the breathing and then he could see the stuff moving and You know, I had told him, I'm like, when it happens, tell it to go away, tell it to leave you alone. And he was like, I did that. And he was like, and it went away, but not before it banged really loud on my computer desk. Mm. And I'm like, it's just trying to scare you. Don't let it scare you. Don't let it get to you. You like, you just have to like, even if you are scared, like be scared, but don't let them know you're scared because you have to keep this in control or we're going to be in that whole mess we were again and I'm going to have to keep another ghost lady from trying to steal you. So let's not go there. Well, Brandy, I'm curious. We're kind of getting up on our hour, but you have listened to the podcast. Is there a specific medium or psychic we've had on the podcast that you would like to have do like a virtual tour of your apartment? Um, No one in particular that I can think. I know there's somebody. I'm so bad with names. It's Am I crazy or isn't there one named Kat as well? Catherine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That has the yes. murder or mediumship podcast. Yes. Yeah, All right. Really good. I I remember when I first started listening and I thought that was this cat. And I'm like, oh, cool. Why is 
Why is Kat so scared then if she can do these things? Why is Kat such a a fucking baby if she's a medium? Why did Kat pick such an awful career path for herself? Yeah, I'm like, that must be horrible to see and hear this stuff all the time and be so terrified at this. I think she would definitely be down. Um, You know, we could could definitely do, like, even if it's just like a mini so, you know, depending Mm -hmm. on what happens. Yeah, uh, right. Also, enjoy that. An OG medium. The first medium we had on this podcast uh, was one of my old coworkers That's from right. Oregon. Her name's Teresa. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she really listens. I don't think she listens to a lot of these episodes. So it'd be cool to come in totally blank slate. Yeah. Right. Um, not that Catherine, I mean, Catherine may also not listen, but she um, just, I don't know. I'd be interested yeah. or have both of them on. <gasps> Dueling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dueling mediums. Well, Brandy, before we get you out of here, is there um, anything else you want to add about your experiences or promote, plug, that kind of good stuff? I mean, not really. Anyone, again, who wants to follow me on Instagram, I, I put a lot of the stuff there. And Noah is dead set that we are going to live stream going somewhere spooky soon. Your son, so, Noah. Yeah, my son, Noah. <laughs> the other Noahs I've now Well, started. this Noah's <laughs> dead set on us doing all this stuff, too. When you hang up, you need to go move that mirror. Oh yeah, I am. I'm going to, I've actually been asking my husband to paint it black for me anyway. So I'm just going to take it off and put it on his desk and be like, don't move this until you airbrush it. Okay. So that, that brings up one last question uh, for me. What does your husband think of all this now that this is fucking crazy? Okay. (laughs) So my husband doesn't believe in that's what my wife would think at all. Yeah. Like at all. But he also, he, you know, he very much respects me in my opinion. And he knows like when I, we, we kind of have this ghosty talk. Now, he does believe very much in my psychic powers, whatever, you know, is going on there, because we actually had a really long talk about how me and him both do this thing to where we will dream full conversations and then experience those conversations, hmm. whereas his kind of end differently. I will, you know, dream a full thing and then I'll be sitting there and it's not quite deja vu, but I'll be sitting there and I'm like, I remember dreaming this. I know what's going to happen. And then someone will say something. And I'm like, I knew you were going to say that. I remember this. And I I said it at the table one night. And he's like, oh, yeah, I do that, too. And I'm like, oh, so that's cool. But ghosts aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I think it's hard for spouses who don't believe because uh, I'll get so excited and tell my wife about stuff. And she's like, wow, that sounds really interesting. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I, I yep. see what you did there. Yep, Thanks. That's, that's my husband <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and, and so with your crocheting, because those are super cool. I love checking those out. Do you have like an Etsy store or anything where you're selling those or what do you do hey, there? I don't. I mostly sell them just on Instagram Etsy okay. started taking so much money from people mm, it was mm. ridiculous so what I, about I Facebook mean, marketplace do you do you um every now and then I, okay. I get a lot of crazy people on there who like yeah. to stand me up or don't want to pay mm. what I'm asking for so they can I be really rude like, on Facebook they market. really are so at this point I'm just like mm. if people like it they'll come to me okay. and if not you know whatever because um but speaking of which I actually have a giveaway right now for the giant ghost face that I made so that's going on all through this month. The guy from uh, Scream. Yeah, it's Ghostface. Yeah. I have seen Scream, everybody. With that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. And I'm Brandy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Because oh. the deep breathing. I was a callback. <laughs> Our guest is now even more traumatized. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
every five minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.